Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Look at this, Matthew. Let's go over here. Let's go to Matthew 6.33 in the Amplified. I want you to look at this. Put, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some highlights I want you to look at tonight that are going to help you because we've been talking about this. Now, remember we said this, write this down and write this down for all my note takers. Righteousness is your victory. All right. Everybody say righteousness is my victory. Your right standing with God is giving you a place of power. Well, I'll tell you, man, my, my dominion, my dominion, I've been honoring in dominion. You know what I mean by that? You start, you, 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 know, you, you know what I'm saying? You get ornery in your dominion, meaning this. Like, no, nah, I ain't living without this stuff. God gave me access to it, and I'm taking it. And if I got to brainwash myself to understanding who I am in Christ, then I'm going to get there. Because you got to understand something now. I'm going to start teaching, so don't disconnect. I'm not going to keep you long, but I, you really got to believe me. You got you to trust the message that I'm getting ready to tell you and not undo. You got to understand something. You can't undo what I tell you about you because what I'm telling you about you is more true than what you think about you. That's where the reprogramming is working. I'm renewing your mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says what? Be what? Not conform, but be you transformed through the renewing of your mind. So you got to take righteousness and run with it. Now, you got to get this. The fall of man has corrupted your righteous understanding. But you, you listen to me. When Jesus put the new man... Okay, you don't have no dual nature. That's nonsense. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got, you know, everybody tries to take Romans chapter 7 and say there's two people living in you. One that's struggling and one that's not. That is not true. Paul was talking about unregenerated man. Romans 80 says there's no condemnation and therefore unto Christ Jesus. For them that follow after the Lord, the spirit of life in Christ has been set free from the law of sin and death. He's not, he's not talking about, Romans 7 is not talking about I'm a jacked up dude. But I'm going to tell you what you got. You got a body full of flesh that's got a problem. And you ain't gonna, God didn't do nothing with your body. You got to mortify that joker. That thing you got to kill because it'll rise up and get goofy if you don't watch out. And then people say, why are you carnal? You carnal because you got an unrenewed mind. Is that all right? Remember back in the day, they used to say, well, the old man. Some old man like rose up in you. There ain't no old man in you. There's an unrenewed mind in you. Yeah, there you go right there. I just hit it. There's no old you, there's just an unrenewed you. Why you act like your daddy? You ain't got no generational curse nonsense, none of this stuff. Shut all your favorite preachers off with all that stuff. It don't hold a hill of beans. I don't want to hear it. I love you. I might be a little hungry tonight. Sorry. I'm going to repent before. He's like, well, you know, huh? no, 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 no. You're in Christ. I'm mean, telling you right now, you got to renew your mind to your new position. If you're in Christ, you ain't in that mess no more. You understand that? Does that make sense? People, it preaches cute, but it, you know, and I know all the famous people say it, but I don't really care. Because it said, to them that don't love God, the curse come on the earth and it stood on the lineage. But them that love God got a brand new line. I got a brand new bloodline. You in the blessing. Ain't no, ain't no sick in heaven. Come on now. Ain't no sick in heaven. Ain't none of this stuff in heaven. Ain't no lack in heaven. You're in a brand new lineage. So come out of this mindset that I'm trapped in this place that you're not trapped in. You're not trapped in it no more. Renew your mind to the new man. Put on the new man. We're going to talk about it, but tonight i got to get you to see this. See, righteousness is your brand new DNA. Right standing with God. Now, you got sin consciousness because sin consciousness came with the fall of man. Let me tell you something about the devil. He don't want you to understand righteousness. You understand that? He wants you to live less than what you have been made to be. So he tries to talk to you about your past. But I got news for you. Your past has no right to speak to the future you. You understand that? Your past has no right. You got you to gotta, you gotta erase your memory, man. You are not what you think you are. You know, Brother Hagin tells that story. I love it. He, he went camera shopping or something. They... Jerked around. Remember that story he told about taking the camera or they broke in something? He was a kid, and his buddy came and seen him years later and said, remember when we went in that camera shop? He said, I'm a new creature. Right? Was that something like that? He said, he said come up to him. He said, you remember you were with me. He said, no, nah, I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. 
And the dude looked at him and was like, what are you, nuts? You're a new what? He said, I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. Ain't never one been like me before. I've been born again. I'm a new being. Amen? It's not the same old me. Well, what's born again even mean? Well, you born, well you, what are you born into? <laughs> you ain't born of old. You're born again. This is like, God, you know what? From 94 to now, I got, some, I got some stuff that don't look too hot. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, what do you mean? He said, every time you're walking, I'm washing. I wash you perpetually in my blood. There's no, there's no stain on you. Stop looking at your life. Now, this, this is no license to sin. This is a license to serve. Amen? Somebody said, well, this will give you a license to sin. You didn't need no license to sin. You were a professional without one. You know what I'm saying? You don't need that. Now. So what am I trying to do? I'm trying to get you to renew your mind to righteous consciousness because righteousness is your victory. Amen? You know what I mean by that? It's your victory. Because sometimes we're not as bold to stand in our place that God gave us because we don't feel worthy. But I got news for you. Once you get a righteous position, let me tell you what righteousness does. Righteousness lets the devil know that you know that you are what? His master. You understand what I just said? Righteousness lets you know and the devil know that you what? You are the master of the enemy. And he can't. Now say, well, I don't understand where the enemy is. The enemy is speaking to your mind. That's who? The enemy trying to drive you up a wall. The enemy trying to come against your thought life and try to make your head like a hamster on a wheel all day long. Now, I'm talking about that kind of breakthrough. I'm talking about supernatural break. You're like, you got machine gun, you know, thoughts coming in your head. You can't even think straight. Your head's like gone. I got news for you. You got power and authority over all that stuff. You stand, you got a dominion over your body. Your body tells you, I don't feel good. Tell your body, shut up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Righteousness makes you bold. You see it? But you don't get a righteous conscience. Your Christian is living with this nonsense, even though he always causes you to triumph. Amen? You see what I'm saying? Always causes you to triumph. You don't get defeated. Ain't no defeat in this thing. See what I'm saying? You win. Yeah, you will praise the Lord. No, you win all the time. And I know you're looking for somebody doing it, but don't worry about who's doing it. You be the first one. You know what I'm saying? I got righteousness. Well, my past is talking. Tell your past, be quiet. It ain't your future. You got no right to speak to the new you. See what I'm saying? It's your victory. And this ain't just about victory. This is about taking your position. Because victory is your position. He said he always causes you to triumph in all things. Everything is victory. Victory, victory, victory. That's all you should see. Everybody, church running around like defeated, defeated church. It's triumphant church. You ain't defeated. You know what I'm saying? You ain't defeated. Now, I know what happens right away. You start talking like, well, praise God. Is he talking about devils? I'm talking about you winning the battle of your mind. I'm talking about winning the battle on your finances, winning the battle in your body, winning your battle against the things you're coming against. When the city tells you you can't build something, you tell the city, praise be to God, the man of God's here, amen? You know what I'm saying? And you get things to happen that can't happen, amen? And you start declaring the thing over your city and over your state. I'm talking about dominion power because of righteous position. The church got robbed of this. Adam messed up in the garden, committed high treason. The church lost the revelation. Jesus brought the blessing back and brought the revelation back, but the church, if we don't, I'm telling you right here now, if you don't renew your mind to it, you're going to live without it, and the devil's going to be happy about it. Don't tell them they're righteous. Don't tell them they're right, because if you find out you're righteous, you know what? Hey, guess what? I'm not righteous based on works. I'm ba- righteous based on faith. In right standing with God. You know who wants you to be right standing with God? Jesus. Put you back in. Stop looking at yourself, because I know what you all do. Many of you get a problem, you start looking at your behavior to reason out, why am I going through this? That's sin consciousness. Now, I understand there's a little adjustment. Sometimes the Bible says if your heart's kind of like tweaking you, get it right. But that ain't what I'm talking about, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. When things get funny, you know what the first thing you do? Well, you know, you look at you. Get rid of looking at you. There ain't no more looking at you. Ain't no more looking at you. You know what I'm saying that? Don't look at you. Walk in dominion. How you, don't, you can't walk in dominion day in your life until you understand righteousness. You won't do it. And you sure won't be bold like no lion. You'll be timid like a cat. Because you're looking at your performance to tell you what kind of jurisdiction you got in heaven. Your performance ain't got nothing to do with your position. You better get that one. You know what I'm saying that? My performance don't mean jack. 
What's my performance got to do with my position? Nothing. But I'll tell you what will happen is your consciousness will get jerked up. And when your consciousness gets messed up, you know what you do? You don't go running to God. You go running away from God. Because you don't feel confident in your expectation because you feel like your life's off. Sin is a deceiver because it's a confidence robber. You see it? It ain't separating you from God. That's nonsense. Nothing can separate you from God. Jesus made sure nothing could separate you from God. I don't know where would these people find this stuff in his Bible. I don't understand it. They ain't preaching the Bible. Sin don't separate you from God. Well, then what the heck did Jesus do when he went on the cross and put me with God? Amen. How you going to do that? That don't make no sense. Jesus said nothing could separate you from God. Now, go slow. I understand what you're saying. See, you got to articulate it right. Sin cannot separate you from God, but sin will rob your consciousness to get close to God. And you'll stay away from God because you'll feel like your character has not completely fulfilled your destination. And therefore, you will not run to God boldly. You will run away from God. You ain't going to go near God. And you sure ain't going to be confident in God's presence. That's why you got to lose that stuff. So why do you, you say, you saying we should sin? You got to be crazy to sin. Why would you want to sin? You know why people want, let me tell you why. Two reasons why people want to sin. You want to sin? They can't control their flesh and they lust after something they should not have. And that's all your flesh. Your flesh is a mess. That's what it is with people. Say, why do I got a problem with sin? You got a problem with sin because you carnal. You want to know why you carnal? Your body rules. You let your body tell you what you're going to do. You're saying that? That's what 1 Corinthians said. Paul said, I beat my body. I put it in a subjection. I make it do what it does not want to do. I train it like a boxer. You see? He beats What do you mean beat your body? You got to discipline your body. You see that? You understand what that means? You know what that means? You guys here? You know what that means? You understand that? You know what that means? You tell your body no. You know what that means? You tell your body, you ain't allowed to think that thought, mine. Oh, you better get me in there. What do you think he's cast down, imagination, every hard thing? What do you think he's talking about? He's telling you, you get, this is good. You like it? He said, you tell your mind, mind, be quiet. You tell your mind, you say, my, I own you, you don't own me, I am a spirit. You're the boss. You tell your mind, your mind tells you, oh, no, you say, nope, I cast that down. I ain't, I ain't accepting that thought. I'm not, ta- I, I'm not, listen to me, I ain't accepting thoughts, I ain't accepting reports, I ain't accepting none of this stuff, because if it don't line up with the word of God, I'm not taking it. I rebuke it. So I say, well, you know, you're just calling those things. I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. That's what Jesus told me to do. That's what Jesus told me to do. You know what I'm saying? I feel the anointing in here. That's what Jesus told me to do. He said, call those things out, be not as though they were. You, like, you got to be like God. People say, well, I just call it like I see it. You crazy. You're human. I'm not human. I'm supernatural like you. You don't call it the way you see it. You call it the way you want to see it. You call it the way. You tell it what to do. You got to tell your body what to do. You got to tell your body what to feel. You got to tell your mind what to think. You got to tell your body how to react, how to respond. You got to tell your mouth what it can say and what it cannot say. You got to speak to everything because everything's speaking to you. See it? I'm going to say, my body. Your body's carnal. Look, your spirit got saved. Ain't nothing happened to your mind. You see that? You understand that? Am I going too fast? I'm in, a, I'm, in this, I'm in this anointing tonight. I'm in this stream. I, I'm telling you, listen to me. I'm going to blast off tonight. You feel this? Maybe it's just me. I'll be lit. I'm being serious. I know it's on me right now. I can set you free. This atmosphere will set you free from that mind-dealing junk you've been dealing with. You're going to leave this building lighter. You understand what I'm saying? Because your head's run, run around like that hamstring wheel. I'm going to stop it. Peace to your mind. Chill out. They said, well, they told you, oh, my mind don't work right. You be quiet. Don't. Who do they tell you your mind don't work? I tell, talk to your mind. What you mean? God built this head. Put it together. You ain't wired right. Watch me rewire and rewire this thing right. You speak to it. So don't talk like this no more in church. You better talk like this in church. This is what church is about. The anointing show up and fix your head like that. Set you free like that. Heal your body like that. Do like that. You set an atmosphere, but you're right. You deserve it. Well, maybe I got to live with it. Hush your mouth. 
You gotta live with nothing. Ain't no sickness in God, ain't no sickness in you. Ain't no disease in God, ain't no disease in you. Ain't no lack in God, ain't no lack in you. Tell your head what to think. Amen. But start doing it. Head gonna tell you what it wants to tell you? You don't do that stuff. You tell it what to say, what to think. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Better pull it in. Because if you don't, you know what'll happen? You sit there and you start over and over and over and over. Next thing you know, you're depressed. And then you've got America running around half, half depressed. You know why? Want to know why? Because nobody's teaching them this stuff. We've got to be the church. We should be doing it. Now watch this. Now pull the scripture in. Look, I'm, I'm on point one. Okay? Put righteousness first. I ain't going to keep you all night. Put righteousness first. I like it in the Amplified. But first and most importantly, seek and aim at and strive after this. What's that? His kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and what? Being right. The attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you. So here's my question. If you're in right standing with God, then you look at the word of God and agree with it. That's what right standing is. Remember Romans 10? Remember Romans? Go to Romans 10, 8. Just pop that up there, Kaylee. Let me see it. It says, with the heart, man believing on the righteousness, with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. Romans 10, 8, Romans 10, 9, 10, 10. You ever see that? See that? But what does it say? The word is near thee in your mouth and in your heart. That's the word of message which we preach, the basis of faith which we preach. Because if you acknowledge and confess that in your mouth that Jesus is the Lord, recognizing his power and authority, majesty as, as, as God, and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Keep going. I, the Amplified reads a little different, but it's okay. For what the heart of person believes and results to justification. See that right there? Let, this is even better. Leave it here. Okay? Now watch this. You better get this. You with me? See, I'm, I'm going to teach you just the rich. This is rich. You know what I mean, rich? Rich. You eating good. Don't come to me. I, I don't eat. I, I, we don't get fed. We go to church. We don't get fed. If you in here and you ain't fed, you don't got ears. For what? I preach all night. I went to, I went to their church. I kept them there all night long. Because I only get one shot. You guys will get every week. We should have church six nights a week. I got so much stuff to tell you. And I'm all loaded up and ready to go. And then... Why you got to talk about it? I stay plugged in. You got to make sure you stay plugged in. Because they wait to get plugged in. Bump that. But for with the heart. Now, you see this? For with the heart, a person believes in Christ. Great. Watch this, though. And does what? Results in his. Now, did you pull that in? So your beliefs produce justification. What's that mean? Just as if you never sinned. Right? Or agreement with God. What happens if I don't believe it? Now watch it. I could be made righteous, but where you don't believe God, you can't get access to God. There's whole denominations that say there ain't no praying in no Holy Ghost. They ain't getting it. So you could be saved and going to heaven, but disagree with something in the word. You could disagree with prosperity, be broke the rest of your life, still go to heaven. Come on, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So if you don't have the belief of agreement, you don't have right standing with God, you, be, you ain't going to open your mouth about nothing and change nothing. You got to have belief first, speak later, because a belief produces agreement, which produces justification, which is really righteous standing with God. So my beliefs produces my righteous position. And man, once I got that righteous position, my mouth's got power to move mountains. You can move mountains. Say, ain't nobody moving mountains. Be the first mountain mover you've ever seen in your life. This word cannot fail. It's got to work. You got to work. So just you keep working it till it works. See what I'm saying? Now look, look at And being made righteous, being freed from the guilt of sin. Keep going. See the back half of this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch. Just keep going. Move it. That machine. Make it work. Make it work in Jesus' name. And made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges, that's you, and confesses his faith openly resulting in confirming his salvation. See what I'm saying? So what does belief do? Belief, now watch this now, belief produces justification. Now, gotta understand something here. Now, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. You have everything, now understand this, you have everything positionally, but it takes faith to make it a reality. Did you get that? Did you get that? You got it positionally, but it's going to take your faith to make it a reality. You see that? You can say, well, you know, I know God can do. No, God can do anything, but you got to believe to get him to do it for you. 
You see it? You understand what I just said? Well, I, I know he could prosper. He could prosper you, though. See what I'm saying? He can heal. I know he's here. That's the same thing they did with the Jesus. Jesus showed up with the daddy. The daddy showed up with the boy. Remember the kid was crazy? He's throwing himself in the fire. He said, man, he said, Jesus, they brought this thing. This kid to the disciples, they couldn't do jack on him. What can you, the daddy's a smart guy. He goes, what can you do? Jesus said, don't look at me and give me that nonsense. What can I do? Question isn't what I can do, bro. Question is, what can you believe? Because that's the only thing I can do is what you believe. He said, well, then help me. He started crying. He said, help me with my unbelief. He said, I hear the kid right now. I need faith to work with. As long as you got faith, you got the access to get heaven to move. You see it? And don't let situations talk to you. Talk to them. You, better, you understand me? Look, I'm training you up here. This is what you got to do. I'm letting everything sit there all quiet. Now nah, get some beliefs and load up your mouth and start saying some stuff. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. So put righteous first. Here, watch this one. Go to Romans 1.17. You have to have faith in your righteousness. Write that down. You got to have faith in your righteousness. Write that down. You have to have faith in your righteousness. You understand me? You understand what I just said? Romans 1.17. You have to have faith in your righteousness. <laughs> you get me? Let's say, what's he talking about? Read the Bible. That's what I'm talking about. For therein, you see that there? Is the righteousness of God revealed from what? Faith to faith. Everybody say faith to faith. What's that mean? You got to have faith in righteousness. Does you understand that? And when I say that, I'm not saying that honorary. You know what I'm saying? You understand that? I could break it down even more if you don't get it. Come on, you understand this? <laughs> you understand this? You pulling this in? Are you getting me? Hey, one cat's getting me. He's going to get yanked before it's over. Look, look, look at Romans 13. What, there is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by You see that? Did you get that? Did you pull that in? For the wrath of God is revealed. We don't want to talk about the wrath of God. From heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who what? Hold the truth in unrighteousness. I'm not worried about that part because you ain't the unrighteous. You're the righteous. Well, how do I get more righteous understanding? I put faith in it. Now, here's the number one thing you got to learn with righteousness, I believe. Okay? You have to just accept it as a free gift. You can't work for it. Remember Sunday? He said, man, if he, look, you got to get this. Ready? Check this out. Here's God. I feel like standing up here. Let me go up here. Okay? I don't ever come up here. All right? Watch this. Now, let me look at me. Right? Here's God. If you, if I do it for you, then, then guess what? It's done. But if you do something to get it, now I owe you something. He said it's a debt to be owed if you work for it. God ain't paying no debts. The last time he paid a debt, 2,000 years ago, he jumped up on a cross and gave his life. That's the last debt he's ever paying. That's why he said it's finished. So if you start going, look at my goody two-shoe. You know, you're like, oh, look at my little goody two-shoe Christianity. I was at church 52 weeks every Sunday. God's like, don't bring that mess up in here. Look at my offering. God, don't bring that up. And now, look, he honors your giving and your heart and your working labor love. But you can't bring that in and go, oh, God, you should do because I did. You see, will you get me? You should do because I did. You should do because I did. God's like, you should do because I did once and for all. And because I did it once for all, take it. And then you get people, religious people, oh, they're miserable. Oh, I can't stand religious people. They stink. Religious people stink. They're so mean and ornery. Like, hey, you, you know, newbies come in and they, they just get stuff because they stupid, blind faith. They don't even know the Bible. They come in like, I believe it. You pastor, you tell, you tell them new one, run through the wall. They run through the wall. They're crazy. They don't, they don't know nothing. Just do it. Yeah, they get it. And you got that, I've been sitting in it. You know, they used to call it in the way. Remember, you remember when you said, you used to say, I've been in the way? You don't know what that means? Old school church people know what that means. That mean that they, they were in the way with God. I went to church. They said, I've been in the way 30 years. I said, you sure have been in the way. You've been in the way of a lot of stuff for, for 30 years. Because you mean, nasty, got to sit in the same seat. for That's my seat. My, they were, you know, religious people are evil. They're worse than the devil, man. They are. Religion comes in, little Chris guy, how did he get that? How did God get that new guy got that? I've been in church 40 years. Hey, yeah, mean, grumpy people. That's true. You think, bro? Look, uh, you don't even know. 
I got more critics in the church than I did from the world when I started preaching. You know what God told me? I said, God, they don't want it to work. Man, I see people mad. I was getting miracles. Not me, God, but I was getting miracles, bro. These people were getting miracles, and people were mad. They were getting mad. I thought they'd be cheering me on like we scored a goal. Don't everybody shout? They looked at me mad. They didn't want it to work. I, uh, it used to beat me in the beginning. I, I started smacking the room so hard. That's why I'm ornery. The church makes you ornery because they don't want it to work. Because if it works, that means it could work for them. So those religious people, you know what they do? They get mad when they watch you work it. That's why you think everybody's going to shout you down in church? You're out of your mind. Let me tell you something. Paul got more pain following the church than he ever did from being persecuted from outside of it. That thing internally put stripes on his back. He got beat and doomed from the church, trying to revelate the church to a place of next level anointing. You think it's going to be easy? It ain't. They don't want to see you come up and out. Now, I don't know who they are. They ain't in the room on Wednesday night, I'll tell you that. But, but they'll be here sooner or later, and you'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. He just goes on about this. I don't know. What's oh, remember last time you got your prayer request answered, and you went and told your Christian friend, and they were like, oh, oh that's, that's, that's so nice. You know they weren't happy with you. They weren't rejoicing with you. They were mad at you because you got something they wanted. Amen. I'll just tell the truth. You know what? I'm like the magician that tells all the tricks. You ever watch that show? They're like, here's how to do the saw technique, and then they reveal the secrets of everything they do. I'm revealing the secrets of the church. They ain't rejoicing when you shout. Some of them are, but most of them ain't. That's why you don't share some of your dreams with everybody. They can't handle them. You come share your dreams with me. I'll make them bigger. Yeah, I'll make them bigger. I'll make them bigger. You say, I believe God for 10 acres. I'll say, I'll see 60. Let's talk bigger. Come on. You be bringing out these people like, where are you going to get the money for that? How are you going to do that? Who you know can do that? How are you going to start that business? I'll tell you how he's going to do it with the kingdom of heaven and God behind him. That's how you're going to do it. How am I going to make, how are you going to make millions? I got the one dude I told him, you ain't going to make millions. I said, you're going to make billions of dollars. He said, yeah, you're right. I am. I said, you're darn right you are, and you're going to write me a check. Hallelujah. Because the more money you make, praise be to God, the better I'm going to live. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray you buy it, fly it, drive it, fish it, hunt it. I don't care. I just come and check it out, use it, and bring Bring it back dirty. Glory to God. I'm talking to some people that are going somewhere. Amen. You can do this thing. But you got to have a righteous understanding. You ain't got no righteous understanding. I don't deserve nothing. You're an heir. You better come in this building Sunday. You're an heir. You ain't some little mess. Well, you, look, you don't know what I did. I don't care where you've been, what you did, what, for how long you were crazy. I don't care about none of that. I'm talking about you today. You knew. Brand new. You say, well, I'm not that crazy. You're crazier than you think you are. Look, write this down. Your character does not or doesn't, does not, whatever you want, affect your righteousness, only your confidence. Your character jacks up your confidence. That's why I want you living right. Are you good? I feel good in here. I feel like I'm getting a workout. Go to Romans 3.21. We're going to read 21, 22, 25, 26. I'm going to show you this thing. You see this? You believe in this about you? You better believe it about you. You believe in this about you? you righteous as God in Christ Jesus. You got born into it. You know what I'm saying? You got born into this thing. When you got born again, you got born righteous. How are you going to get righteous? Look, remember I told I don't know who comes when. Let me, okay, were you born into sin? Yes, you were. This will help you see it. I know you've seen it, but it's good to hear this stuff again. It's hard. i got to deprogram your head from the fall, okay? Were you with Adam when Adam committed high treason and sold out? No, you were not. Were you guilty with Adam? Yes, you were, because humanity was in Adam. You know what I'm saying? He was the father of us all. So when he jacked it up, everybody got jacked up because we were in the lineage of Adam. He was the first man. Adam, Eve, lineage was started. The first Adam, the second Adam's Jesus. When you get, that's why you got to get born again. You got to get born out of sin and born into the blessing. The blessing, being born again, the new birth is all about you coming out of that old man's lineage and coming into the new man Christ. Did you get that? So you're leaving Adam and you're getting into Jesus. The first man through disobedience brought death and sin into the earth. The second man through obedience brought life and peace with God in the earth. Jesus, you see it? You get born again. Who you get born again into? Jesus. You are the body of Christ. You see it? What's in the body? The blessing 
and then the righteousness, so you're born into it. So the minute you get born again, you get born into not just the blessing, the righteousness, the peace, all the life. Guess what else you got? You got this righteousness in your DNA because you're not in you anymore. You're in Christ. So being born again means this. Now, you are not who you used to be. Now, question, were you with Adam when Adam sinned? No, you were not. Were you with Jesus when he hung on the cross? No, you were not. But you were baptized into death. This stuff making sense now? We read these scriptures like baptized into death. Why do I got to be baptized into death? So you can resurrect in resurrection power to life. So you got to die in the death and resurrect with the resurrection power because that's how you find the new life in Christ Jesus. Why do I got to do that? Because I got to come up out of unrighteousness. What does Christ have to do with Baal? Nothing. What does light have to do with darkness? Nothing. What does the ungodly have to do with the righteous? Nothing. You are the righteous. You are the Christ. He calls you Christ. You are the righteous. You are the Christ. You are the light. You are the God in the earth. That's what you are. Well, I don't know if that's true. It's true. I know more about that Bible than you do about that because that's what it says. And you know this stuff. I'm not saying you don't know it, but you understand what I'm saying? You know who you are and you know what you can do. But you got to believe it. And all I'm doing is confirming what you've been thinking about yourself. Am I really that righteous? Yeah, you as righteous as Jesus. How in the world can I be as righteous as Jesus? Easy. Easy. He put it in your DNA. You're living beneath what he made you. Because you don't feel worthy. Why don't you feel worthy? Got a sin consciousness. How'd that happen? Got an unrenewed mind. You got to erase your memory. Forget about who you think you are. And say what that Bible says you are. Because that's what you are. That's the only real you there is. See it? And I know you're doing it. But you know what I'm saying. This stuff has got to stretch you. It stretches your capacity. That's good though. Look what it says here, alright? Come on, give me like 10 minutes, you alright? All right, watch. Romans 3, 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. What's that? Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Now look at verse 25. We're just going to skip on. You can read 23 if you want. For all have sinned. Remember I read this Sunday? Everybody likes to use this as an excuse. Everybody sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Don't worry about it. You ain't, you ain't no sinner. You got the glory. You got the glory in you. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Not you. You got the glory in you. Look. Whom God had set forth, Jesus, whom God had set forth to be the sacrifice through faith in his blood, declaring righteous for the remission of sins that are what? Past. Through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say unto you at this time, his righteous, that he might be the just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. He just and justified you. You can't undo that. When did you get it when you believed? I didn't know what I got when I believed. Nobody does. You got to renew your mind to it. You got to believe it. Now watch this one. You want to see this? You're an heir of the world. Write this down in Romans 4.3. You're an heir of the world. That means it's yours. You understand that? Now listen to me. The earth's cursed and the devil's running like a nitwit around here. But I got news for you. You got the power of the blessing and authority over the devil in the earth. This earth has been given to you. God said, I got the heavens, but I give you the earth. Man, did you get that? You understand what I just said? You understand what I just said? God said, I'll keep the heavens, but you can have the earth. I read it to you in Psalms. Remember that week? I'll bring it Sunday. He said, what did he say? He said, I'll have the heavens, but I give the earth unto men. It's yours. You, be, you, be, you didn't hear what I said. You better get this. What you mean you gave me the earth? He get, your father gave you the earth as an inheritance. What about the devil? Tell that joker what to do. He gave you power and authority over him. You run running. The devil's got, but you get, tell the devil, shut up. Devil's got my head. He's got me bound up. He got you bound up because you ain't got no sense in that mess. You don't need that stuff. Mortify your body. Tell your body, shut up. Tell your body, shut up. You ain't going to go where you want to go. Do what you want to do. You're going to do what I tell you to do. You don't own me. I own you. And get some power over that thing. And you can do it because you mortify the deeds of the flesh through what? Walking in righteousness. I said, but this is hard. It's hard when you meditate on the wrong stuff. Get your meditation right. You know what I'm saying? It's hard when your will's jacked up. 
It says you look after something and lust after it. Once you lust after it, now you got a desire for it. And its desire is what? Sin in the end. Just don't, just, just man, put your head right. Let me read these to you, okay? You getting this? We're done. I'll give you a couple minutes. You're pulling this in, though? It's a lot, man. Now you got to go home and meditate on this stuff. You can't just go home and just be like, I don't know what he said. You got to read this thing in. Because let me tell you right. If he gave me the earth, what's that mean? It's mine. Man, if you don't know you're supposed to be somewhere and be having dominion, you ain't going to walk around like it's yours. The, the heavens, God said, I'll give you the earth. Why do you think we're here? We got to go get the harvest of people. See it? We got to go dominate the earth. See it? You're going to dominate the earth. Go in there and tell the devil, get out of my way. He's like, who are you? I'm the righteous one. Who are you? You see it? You see what I just said? What you mean you're the right? He knows, too. That joker knows you're the righteous one. He knows. Don't mess with them. Once they find out he's so mad, oh, my God, he gets mad. He knows once you know, you know. Man, I remember Brother Hagin saying that. I read Believer's Authority, right? I used to be freaked out by all this stuff in the beginning. Him, bro, Brother Hagin messed me up. Brother Norval killed everything that was goofy with me. He messed me up, bro. I was like, what do I do? Man, I knew I was jerked up. I come back from riding in the car. God said, they know you're in heaven. They're going to know you're in hell now. I said, what'd you say? I was in the car, driving in a van, coming back. I went to Tennessee, hung out with Brother Norval. He's talking about all this stuff. I was like, this place is something else. He said, yeah, I was driving home in a van. I didn't want to go near no devils. I was at the Miracle Center. I was at the Miracle Center. First time, were you there with me? I don't know. I think Board A was with me. Then this man, this joker started talking to me. I said, who in the world is this dude? I'm in line praying for people. This is a true story. I don't lie about nothing. I'm laying lines, laying hands, laying hands. This guy come up to me. I'm going to go lay hands on this dude. This dude starts talking to me. I'm the spirit of death. I said, what? I thought he was the guy. I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> He's talking all this crazy stuff. Like, 1970 something. I was murdering. I was like, bro, this is the devil talking to me about some crazy. It happened. Calm down. That stuff ain't going to happen here. I'm here. Right? So I didn't know in the beginning, though. I felt like punching this dude. I'm like, dude, if this dude don't shut up, if the God don't show up, I'm going to knock him out because this is not cool. I didn't know what's going on. I was freaking out. I didn't know what this stuff was. I prayed the best I could. Hopefully, we helped the guy. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I never seen nothing like that a day in my life. Praying for this dude. This dude started talking to me, all this weird stuff. I laid hands on One time, I was in the truck, and I, and I, and I had a guy. On the, and it, I took him. Remember that one? On the bucket? Oh, my God. He started growling at me. I knocked him in the stomach, and he fell over in the bucket in the car. I swear to God. I went street preaching, you know? He gets in there. He's like, I need deliverance. He had the satanic Bible and all this crazy stuff. Don't get nervous. I'm just talking to you, okay? So... I got the, he got this thing. I put him on a bucket because in the van you only had two seats, and I didn't want that joker in the front. I said, you sit there in the bucket, bro. I'm going to pray for you. I leaned over. <laughs> I leaned over. Dennis, no exaggeration. I had a white 150 Ram van. I put him on a bucket. I said, sit in the bucket, and I'm going to pray for you. I laid hands on him, and he started growling. This joker started going, ah. Keith, I punched him right in the stomach. because I boom, he fell over in the bucket. I think he got delivered. I don't know what the heck happened. I was like, I'm just happy he's getting out the van because that dude's crazy too. I didn't know what was going on. Don't get nervous. I didn't know what I was doing, okay? I was trying the best I could with what I had, all right? So don't get mad because you, until you walked in my shoes, hush your mouth, okay? I didn't know what I was doing. And now I went to go see Brother Norval. I went to go see Brother Norval. And Brother Norval was just talking wild, wild stuff. And, keep around. and I was grabbing in the car and God told me, he said, they know you're in heaven. Now they're going to know you're in hell. I said, what in the world is going on? I drove back. We had that prayer meeting that night. You know who it was. She showed up. She starts gagging. and show, I said, get her some water. God's like, cast the devil out of her. She don't need no water. I said, get her water. She, what's she gagging on? She's like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, and you know who it is. I, you don't know who it is? I'll tell you who it is. My mother looking at me. I know exactly who it is. I know who they are. And they were like, ah. I said, get her some water or something like that. The God said, you go over there and cast the devil out of us. I said, oh, great. Here we go. Here we go. One of them again. Right? Boy, I went over there like a pit bull. Right? Cast the devil out of her. She's all freed up. And I started noticing something here. I said, wait a minute. I'm starting to understand dominion. This ain't based on you. Now, don't get all devil conscious. You ain't got no devils. Please understand me. But there's de the demonic activity is coming against your mind. You understand me? You understand what I'm saying to you? Do you understand me? Don't look at me like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a lot better at this than you think I am. You understand what I mean by that? Well, I don't know where the devil is. He's trying to tell you you ain't going to 
come have a great season. That's who I'm talking about. He's trying, he's trying to show you pictures of your past and tell you you ain't never going to come out. He's trying to tell you you're going to wind up in a uh, place you know. He's lying all day long, that joker. He's just speaking to your head, telling you your, name, your marriage ain't going to work. Your money's going to be funny. Your kid's going to be messed up. Everything. He's talking all day long. Wait till you go to the doctor. Watch when you get this report. He ain't got nothing better to do than be a pain all day long, talking nonsense. And, and whether it's that or, you know, they, your loved ones ain't never going to get He's all day, don't shut up, like a yappy little dog. And I'm going to tell you what, you got to have a place of authority and righteousness and say, look, I'm tired of hearing this mess. Shut up in the name of Jesus. Shut your mouth in the name of Jesus. This battle is not flesh and blood, it's spiritual. You understand what I'm saying? And when your money gets funny, you got to bind him and break his power. you got to get the word of God coming out of your mouth. It's in righteousness. I didn't know you got dominion like this. You get it in a righteous understanding. It's not based on your performance. It's based on your position. You see it? Because you don't feel qualified for none of this stuff in the natural, but he qualified you for it. He said, I give you all. Man, can I tell you what the first thing he gave those disciples? Authority. Once he gave them, when he sent out, when he sent out the, the disciples, right, he gave them power and authority. They come back, they were shocked. What were they shocked about? We got power over all devils. He said, don't think that's a big deal. You got the power of salvation. We gave him power. He said, you got power all over us. They said, Jesus, even the devils obey us in your name. He said, you can get everybody saved too while you're out there, kid. Same power that gets them saved and healed and delivered will get them saved. You know what I'm saying? Come on, you see what I'm saying? So what's that? It's all about righteousness. Now, am I telling you you're going to have to run into these things? No, but these things are running interference as long as you're in the earth. Now, let me tell you, who's the God of this earth? The devil. But he ain't the boss of you. He's the boss of them lost people out there. Stop living in a place of non-victory and start wheeling in the victory because you are already victorious. You don't have to get the victory. You got the victory. Now enforce the victory you have and say what? You ain't getting my place in no area in the earth because I am the ruler of the earth. Look at your neighbor and say, you're the ruler of the earth. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm an earth ruler. You are. You better walk around puffed up tomorrow. If you ain't puffed, I'm going to go find some of you tomorrow. You don't walk around, I'm going to go show up, Junior. You ain't walking around puffed up a little bit like, yo, bro. No, I am. Puff up a little bit. What is this guy talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You don't walk on the ball court like, oh, I don't think I'm going to score today. You walk out there like, man, I'm going to score 5, 18, 20. I might just go postal and triple W. Come on. You got to get a mentality of victory. You know what I mean by that? Like, I ain't going to wake up tomorrow. Tomorrow might be worse than yet. Tomorrow's going to be the best day of your life. You're going to get up and declare and decree a thing and see it come to pass. I'm, I'm an heir of the earth. Well, okay, don't argue with me. Look at the Bible. We're going home. For what? I'm done. Because if I give you too much, you're going to overload your head, and you ain't going to go back and look at these scriptures. You write them in a book, and you leave them on a shelf, and they collect dust. I don't want that. You're, and I'm, not playing, I'm not picking on you. I want you to meditate in this. Meditate in it, marinate in it, then you become part of you. Can you just believe what I tell you? I know you do. I love you guys. It's like, come at you like this so you can get it. And then once you get it, you know what you're going to do? You're going to be like, man, maybe I'm living beneath where I'm at. You are. I'll just show you a picture out of a different window. So come on, let's go get it. The devil's scared of you, man. When you find out who you are, he don't want nothing to do with you. Nothing. He, will, he won't even want to come near you. He ain't going to talk to you about your future. He won't even talk to you. He'll stop talking to you. He won't even bother you. Body won't do nothing. You'll live a life of peace, man. Let me tell you something. Peace is one of the greatest things you can ever have in your life. Peace. You got storms? I got storms. We got peace in the middle of them. Jesus, Jesus had so much power, he spoke to the wind. The wind was demonic. You don't know that? The wind was demonic. It was trying to cause storms and cause problems. He said, peace be still. And that wind, Prince and power to power the air. He's moving the air. Jesus said, shut up. Be still. That's my version. <laughs> That's what he did. Qua peace. Stuff just hit. Man, he packing heat. Weight. Got weight. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about fat. I'm talking about weight. You know what I mean by weight? You got power in your words. You got power in your words. You got power in your words. Powers in your words. 
power slows things down. Slows down your mind. Slows down everything. Nothing gets to race no more. I like it. About power. He comes show you how shows up in here? Comes in here because you're carrying them with you. You let them loose. That's what you do. You put, and you guys in school, you put God first. You got to read all those books. That's great. Read all the books. Read your Bible first. And then you read your books. Read your Bible, pray, and then you go read them books. The guy wants to be a fighter jet pilot. He wants a fighter jet. I said, your problem is this. You're leaving God somewhere else. I said, go God first. He's flying them things. These are Mach 3 or whatever. Mach 2 called me up to him. I'm going Mach 2. I said, well, I don't know. That sounds fast. You feel the anointing in here? I'm going to slow your head down. I'm going to slow your head down. If you need prayer, come up. Sit up. Stand up. Stand up. Read, read, read Romans. I'm going to read Romans 4. But if you need prayer, I'm going to pray for you tonight. Don't get nervous. If you got the power, you need the power of God on you, come down here now. There's like 18 of you probably, but come down. Come down quicker than that. If your head's locked up, come down here now. Don't be scared. Just get up and come on. Don't be scared. Get up and come on. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor. There's about eight more people need to come. Go stand over there and lift your hands to heaven. You're going to get free in your head. Come here. Lift your hands to heaven. 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 Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, if you need prayer and you're nervous about it, Come down here now. Come down here now. Look at your neighbor. Lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes. Lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes. Look at your neighbor. Bother your neighbor. And say, neighbor, if you need prayer, take them down here now. If you know they need prayer and you ain't coming, pick them up and drag them. I'm being serious. I ain't going to hurt you, but your miracle, you ready? Your miracle, your miracle's waiting for you. I said, I'll go real slow. We go real slow. We go real slow. We go real slow. We go, I know, this always happens when, like, when stuff happens. I'm telling you, there's a handful here. Romans 4 says what? He said what? He said, the scripture said, Abraham believed God and was counted to him for righteousness. Flip it, Kaylee. In Jesus' name. Right there. Here's the anointing. No. Now to him that worketh is the reward record of grace, but of debt. He ain't going to give you nothing because he owes it to you. In Jesus' name. There it is. Five. Keep going. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Keep going. Watch this. Even as David also tried to bless his hand, who is not imputed righteous, righteous without works. Saying, blessed are those whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Watch this next one. I'm going to leave you alone. Blessed is the man whom the Lord will not impute sin. He took and gave you righteousness. Gave you it to you like a gift. It's a gift. Jesus. Peace right now. Now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Look at the glory. Bam. Bam. You're going all in. Just take all of it. You're a brand new you. We're good. She's good. I got her. She's ready. Watch it work. Pow. Watch it work. Let's go there. Woo. Peace. Jesus. Bam. Bam. There it is. Don't get scared. And Jesus, set this dude free in Jesus' name, God. Let him have clarity in Jesus' name. Bam. Watch her. Boom, 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 boom. Bam. Bam. There's five of you don't want to come. You need to come. You're crazy if you don't come. Because I don't know what God's going to give you in the next two minutes. It might slow down your mind. When I say that, I don't say that mean. What do you care what these people think about what you might happen for you? Don't you worry about people. Don't ever critique people. Listen to me. Get out of your seat and come on if you're supposed to. When I say that, it's like, people get worried. Like, what are people going to think of me? I don't care if I cry on the floor all night long. I'm going to tell you what happened. Somebody asked me something yesterday. They said, did you step in this brand new ministry? I said, yeah, in July. Remember? I turned the corner and I told God, I'll do what you're asking me to do. I knew I had to raise up people. I never took the spot. God said, if you take it, I'll give it to you. I laid on the floor, cry like a baby. What do I care? You think I care? You see me cry like a baby? Yes, she did. Big deal. I got a gift over there. Raise up generations with a gift. If I don't turn the corner and be obedient, I don't get it. You going to sit there and wait? Don't you sit there and wait. Come get it. I don't know what God's got for you, but come get it. No, don't. Come get it. Come get it. Come get it. I don't know what God's got for you. Just come get it. If you're supposed to come get it. If you ain't supposed to come in. And look, I ain't picking on you. I love you. You know why I said that? 
in Jesus' name. There's a good anointing in here. There's a good anointing here. Hey, Junior, don't drop him. Bam. Don't worry about the chair. It's all over him. Bam. Take one step up. Watch her. LS, watch. Bam. Watch it hit you like a wave. I can feel it bouncing off me. It's hitting her. Bam. How's that happen? It's on you. It gets on your body. Gets on your body. Okay, now listen. Go real still, real calm. Now listen, I'm going to give you the last call. Sit here, weep. I don't care. We got time. If you're mentally oppressed right now, I want you to come down here. Nobody got to know who you are. Just come down out of your seat. If your mind dealing too much, get out of your seat. Come on. I prayed for you. You're all right. Come on. Anybody else I didn't pray for, close your eyes. If you're in there and you need to come down here, come down here now. If you don't want to come down here, but you know it's you, raise your hand. I ain't going to come get you and make you feel weird. Raise your hand. Boom. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Ready? Lift your hands to heaven right now. And if you're watching on, the reason why I pushed it that way is people watching on the screen are going to get set free too. Father, I thank you for what's taking place in this house. I thank you we've got to open heaven. And because we've got to open heaven, we're going to walk in the power of this thing. And we're not going to go away from it. Lord, I thank you for your anointing falling in this house and setting people free. Thank you for setting them free in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for delivering them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for closing the door of the mind in the arena of the mind and allowing the anointing to flow freely and supernaturally. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Jesus' mighty name. Well, thank you for the people watching online, Lord. Touch them now. As they lift their hands to heaven, touch them now, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you, and we praise your holy name. We bless your holy name. In Jesus, Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you how you're moving in our midst. We bless your holy name. Let the anointing just flow for a minute here. There's people just still in it. Still in it. Mm. Mm. Still in it. Still in it. Thank you, Lord. 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 Let the revelation of righteousness rise on the inside and let them rise up to be the heirs that God's called them to be. Thank you, Lord. 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 We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands to heaven and say this out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for what you're doing in my life. I love you, Lord. Praise your holy name. We magnify your mighty name. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for transforming me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. You did great. Amen. Hey, can we do something before you leave real quick? You guys didn't know. You got your phone? Get out your video. You mind? Start start playing it. I want your mom and dad to come. Come here, please. You know, the Bethels, of, uh, maybe you don't know, a lot of you don't know this, but I wanted to do this. Because I knew you were going to be here. So tell me when you got it on. You can do it. Come on. You guys can sell. Come here. This is, um, these are some, this, this is Manny's mom and dad with Ryan's mom and dad. But some of you don't know, they got a great church in the Bahamas. And they're doing a great work. And me and Pastor Liz were just there. I don't know. She's picking up a kid or something. I don't know what's going on. But they were getting ready to come. And I really felt really connected to their heart. And not only we feel connected to their heart. I know their family. They felt it. We felt it. We knew it. And what we do, you know, we usually got IMA or something like that. And we'll do something more formal. But I knew they were coming. And because I knew they were coming, I just felt like, you know what? We need to do something special. I was going to get it earlier, but he, was, he had to go to Orlando and do so. It's cool. It's a good time. But I really want you to know the Bethels are such great people. And they're, and they're just doing it down there and raising up a generation of chosen, great, godly work, man. It's awesome. Amen. And I just plugged them into the IMA with us, and I wanted to give them this so they could take something back. The International Ministry Alliance, we recognize Family Life Kingdom Center and the Bethels because they are awesome, amen? And I want you to know, man, just want you to take that with you. And more than that, I want you to take, you all take a piece of us with you because we love you. But I just wanted to bless them. I want you to stretch your hands towards them, and we're going to see them more, amen? You're going to see them a lot more. And we know they're doing a great work. Let me tell you something right here now. 
they're going to carry a message to the world. They really are. And, you know, it's bigger. It's bigger, man. They just got relationship, and they're going to carry even more people with them to go do even more. And I don't know all of it, but I know it's great. And I'm just glad to be part of it. You know what I'm saying? So I just want you to pray for them, believe for them. You know, it's funny. It was really cool. And the reason why I did this, and they might be watching, there's partners that we have that pray. And there's people that are connected that pray. And it was funny. They asked me. This is how this started happening. And they know who they are. They're watching probably. If they ain't watching, they will watch. They said, where that place you went in the Bahamas, are they connected? Are they kind of in? I was like, yeah, they are. And they're like, okay, we're going to put them on the prayer list. And this, these guys pray for you. And the prayer, they, they pray over here. Miss Kathy's been praying with the prayer team. All these ladies over here, and they pray. And I said, man, put them on the list. Put the church on the list because they're part of us doing what they're doing. And we, we just honor it, and we, we love it, and we believe it. So stretch your hands for them and keep them in your prayers as you think of it. Because somebody know building the kingdom ain't easy, but God's faithful. And we got, we're going to do this thing. Amen. I believe this next season is going to be the greatest season in our life. So, Father, I thank you for them. I thank you for the work and labor of love. I thank you for the grace and the anointing resting upon them, Lord. Lord, I thank them that not only does our heart go with them, God, their heart is here with us. Lord, as we release and separate them into what you have for them, even in a greater level. God, let that anointing rest upon them even stronger. And let the faith arise on the inside to build and to be and to do to move and transform. And God, I bless the church at home, God. I bless each and every member and each and every person. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to do supernaturally, exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to your precious word. And I bless them now. In Jesus' name, let a fresh anointing come upon them, God. Let a piece of us, what's on us, let it come on them, Lord. And let that blessing reside. And let the overflow of increase hit their life. Let the anointing supernaturally transform a nation, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for every door that's being opened even right now. Lord, we bless them. And we call them blessed. We thank you, Lord, for what they're going to do. And everything they do, Lord, give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, put your hands together. Say hey. God bless you guys. I'm going to see you Sunday. Get in the building 9 and 1030. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know it's going to be great. Amen. Get in here. You're an heir of the world. Now get it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You guys are dismissed. I love you. God bless you. You did great tonight. It's a lot of work. I put it on you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.